So the vitamin A that's found in plant sources is not the same as the vitamin A found in animal sources. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello and welcome back, ladies. I'm in my sexy podcast studio in Sydney at the moment, so hello from from here. Um, So today we are going to talk about pregnancy. I've been getting so many, I've been getting my clients pregnant. (laughs) I've been getting a lot of my clients pregnant. No, no, no. My, a lot of my clients have been getting pregnant, which is so exciting. Like, I know I'm a bit young to have a baby, but I really can't wait to have a baby. I really can't wait to have a baby. Um, I'm just so fucking excited. I just want to like be that sexy mom with the bump wearing like the tight dress and the stripes lol when that day comes if I'm like held over the toilet every single day for nine months that would be pretty entertaining I feel like I would someone would like send me this and be like remember how you said you wanted to be like this Monica yeah lol anyway that's not gonna happen so we're going to talk a little bit today about pregnancy about um in regards to food things that you really need to understand and put um in terms of your energy with your pregnancy we'll also be talking um about nutrients, um, any uh, like pregnancy, um, like nausea and that sort of stuff to help that. Um, even some things coming up to like the birth time um, and some other really, really important things that your doctor might not mention that of course I want you to know. Um, if you haven't already checked out the retreat, make sure you check out the retreat because if you're someone that's struggling with pregnancy or your energy isn't quite right and you don't feel fully in alignment and fully like life is fucking easy and in flow, then something's missing and something's not quite right. And we want to get you to that stage so that by the time you do want to have a baby and you do want to start a family, you are in tip top shape physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, sexually, everything, right? Everything. So let's firstly jump on in with energy. So it's really important that you understand that your energy needs to be in balance. The reason for this being is that a baby's energy is a very high energy, not like high in terms of like hypo, but high is in that like it is bliss. It is, it hasn't been wounded. It hasn't been bogged down. It is so fucking pure and pure effing joy, right? Otherwise I say fuck one minute and then like effing the next as I'm like trying to be like PG rated. Lol, not PG rated over here. Hell no. Um, so it's very important to understand that if your womb space isn't that pure joy um, environment where it actually, if you're not basically, if you don't have an environment in your womb that's supportive to the energy of joy and bliss and, and purity of a baby and that very high energy, your baby's spirit and, and soul will not feel welcome there or it won't feel, it won't feel safe there. Okay. So whilst of course there's many different factors in pregnancy, there's hormones, there's food, there's everything. One of them is also energy. And this is very important. Even things like miscarriages, if your energy isn't right, that can also be a contributing factor. Remember ladies that your baby has to feel safe in your womb in order for it it want to stay. Because if your baby doesn't feel safe, it, it won't want to stay. It's human form won't want to stay. It wants, it wants to feel 
safe and supported and or it'll hang around and your kid will have like a lot of issues um especially in terms of like sexual issues dealing with safety codependency stress um any sort of like IBS gut symptoms all of those sort of things because the feeling of safety sits in your gut so if you have a lot of like gut issues SIBO IBS um gut dysbiosis leaky gut um bloating, uh, what else, like consistent parasites and candida and yeast overgrowth and bacteria overgrowth, all of those things energetically are also a sign of like, where are you not feeling safe and protected and held? Um, all of those sort of things are really important. Any guilt and shame that's making you feel uneasy and not safe, they're all sitting in your gut. So it's really important that when you look at like your bloating and stuff, yes, food has a massive contributing factor to it and so does your energy, your stress. Um, whether you're living in alignment or not, and if you're living in alignment, that is going to affect how stressed you are, um, what your emotions are like, all that sort of stuff, and that really affects that. So obviously your baby doesn't lie in your gut. I'm not talking about that. Um, I'm saying that this, you know, your baby not feeling safe can affect your baby's gut health in the future. Um, also, what's really important to understand is that like in terms of um, you right now, like you chose your parents. This is a really, really side note. You chose your parents, right? Your parents are there to teach you something. And they are a really important part of your story and your growth. Maybe, maybe like for me, for example, the fact that um, I had a dad that that really that I I made think success equaled um, corporate and high status and like an academics and stuff. He didn't mean that, of course, right? The way your parents say something, we interpret it as a child, as a child, very fucking differently. Um, and he's like so supportive of me. And what I'm saying is that I chose my parents on purpose to give me this journey. I chose my mom on purpose because her phrase of like, next time coming back as a man, it instilled in me this belief that like, I don't want to be a woman. I hate being a woman. And if I didn't have that belief and then work through that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I'm actually really fucking grateful for the way my parents fucked me over. And you should be grateful for the way your parents fucked you over because all your parents fuck you in a, in a way, right? There is no possible way to parent. And like, I fucking love my mom to bits. If you know me, you know, I'm very close with my family. I love my mom. I love my dad. Oh my God. You guys don't love my dad. I'm like freaking promoting his amazing oh my god his podcast is live go and download my dad's podcast it's called tip of the iceberg he is basically dumbing down and simplifying and talking about the shit that goes on behind closed doors in terms of big companies politics news climate change all that stuff and making it like sound like fun and interesting to like you know young people like us um and then of course you know because everybody gets fucking haters when he posted about it and um i actually was the one that wrote in his description like for millennials um, like aimed at young millennials. And of course you got like being like, there are other people that aren't young millennials. And I'm like, God, people fucking need to take a chill pill. Like, honestly, anyway, majority of you ladies, I know that you're like super not like that. You're like, can we all just be real here? Like he doesn't mean that if you're an older person, you're not allowed to listen. Like freedom, we live in a fucking free, like we have freedom, right? Like freedom of choice, whatever it's called. So anyway, I'd really love it. And dad would love it. If you guys can um, listen to his podcast, subscribe, share it on your Instagram story. His first episode, um, I'm in it. And um, we're talking about like the act of uh, the deception of voting and how the whole thing was just like fucked up. And then something like he's taking in the litigation that he like um, the liberals like did all these like really naughty things, blah, blah, blah. It's a really juicy, it's a fucking juicy, it's a really juicy episode. It's not like an educational episode, that one per se. It's like a juicy one. Um, anyway, so what was I saying? What I'm saying is that you chose your parents. Okay. So 
sometimes also with like miscarriages and pregnancy and whatnot, it's like maybe your baby wasn't quite ready yet. Maybe it accidentally came into the wrong parent. There's all these beautiful other ways that you can be looking at this and like really bring some faith and trust into the process to allow you to have a little bit more ease and grace about it. And also really important that you really energetically support your baby and that you show it how much you love it and like talk to it and read it. And when you meditate, like really send your energy to it. That sort of stuff's really important for like harboring a really safe environment for your baby. Um, or for your future baby. So in regards to food, I'm going to go through a pile of stuff and it's going to get a little bit sciencey. So just, I'm not going to, I won't, I will try and not get too sciencey and you might want to just take some notes. So firstly, one of the things that you want to be eating is choline. So choline is really good at um, benefiting memory function and the development of the hippocampus in babies when you're pregnant. Uh, it's estimated that about um, for, uh, 94% of women do not meet the recommended intake of 450 milligrams of choline per day. Liver and egg yolks have the highest concentration of choline compared to any other foods. So if you are not eating chicken liver and egg yolks, you need to start eating that. And as you're going to go through this, you're going to realize, wow, it's a lot of animal foods. It's not like a vegan diet. Correct. Majority of you know that I, if when it comes to fertility, I do not promote a vegan diet. And I'm not going to get into it here because, oh my God, the amount of anti-vegan shit I get with like people just harassing me. It's ridiculous. I'm not, this is not, this is not saying that you can't be vegan. This is saying I want to give you the information to make sure that you have a very healthy baby and that you are healthy and this is the information, okay? Take it or leave it. Um, eggs are also linked to a higher IQ in infants, okay? Another thing with liver is liver is very, very high in iron and low levels of iron will also be passed on to your baby and this is associated with impaired brain development and stunted growth, all right? Unless you want your baby to have impaired brain development and stunted growth, I'd really get on the liver, ladies. Iron tablets as well make you constipated as fuck generally and about like 80% of women that take iron tablets when they're pregnant stop them because they cannot deal with the side effects, um, and like, even when it comes to like liver and organ meat, like CoQ10 is really high in heart. Um, and CoQ10 is really good for sperm health. Everything that I'm saying in this, by the way, ladies, is totally relevant also to, um, your man because, um, the quality of sperm is 50% of your baby. Like it takes two to tango. So this is not just all about you, your husband or your boyfriend or your partner also needs to be doing all of these things as well, um, to look after sperm and like zinc's really important for sperm, vitamin E is really important for sperm and also CoQ10. So CoQ10 is found in heart, uh, like heart as in like the heart of a cow. Um, in terms of like organ meat and stuff, it's really good. In traditional cultures, they used to actually give couples certain foods to increase fertility. And what Dr. Weston A. Price, who's quite famous in this area, look him up, Google him, did multiple studies around the world that recognized that the cultures that were very fertile, um, that had very fertile women and then really healthy babies, they were eating a diet really high in fish, organ meat, and butter. So if you're not already doing that, I'd get on that. And of course, many of you may be like, oh my God, no, you're not allowed to eat liver because of the high amount of vitamin A. If you're not wanting to consume liver during pregnancy because of the high amount of vitamin A, I want you to reconsider. The reason being is that this whole vitamin A thing has really sparked controversy because the controversy because the old studies that were linked to high synthetic doses of vitamin A due to birth defects, right? Note, synthetic supplements of vitamin A, right? They were high doses synthetic supplements. But what we know is that naturally occurring vitamin A does not exert this toxicity, especially when it's consumed with adam um, ad adequate other vitamins supporting it, like vitamin D and K2 that are also really, really abundant in the liver. You would have to eat a fuck ton of liver to get too much vitamin A, like a fuck ton. That's why eating things in its whole form is always going to be safer than supplements because it's in its whole form. It's very hard to OD when you're in your whole form. Class, like really, really basic example. 
It is harder to OD on apples when you eat the whole apple, but it's much easier to OD on apple, like the sugar in apples, when you just drink the juice, right? Because it's so fucking concentrated. That's when things get dangerous, when they are really, really concentrated. Um, another food that's really important, um, well, like a nutrient, is glycine. So glycine is an amino acid, and it, basic, and it becomes conditionally essential during pregnancy. This basically means that you need, you must, you must, must, must consume it directly for an optimal pregnancy. This amino acid is really important in forming DNA, healthy organs, bones, blood vessels, connected tissue, skin, joints, and absolutely everything that's required to fuel and grow your uterus, placenta, and your stretching skin. Um, also, you need 800% more collagen to grow your baby. So if you're not having collagen in your elixir, I'd get on that ship. Um, in terms of like proteins with collagen and stuff, um, your protein needs increase by about 40%, I think it's 38 or 39%, um, higher in early pregnancy. And, um, and then if you have a late pregnancy, um, it's 73% higher. All right. And this is when compared to like the current estimates of the average values, um, beef from grass fed cows is also a really good food to be having because it contains two to four times more omega-3 fats, seven times more beta carotene and twice the levels of vitamin E compared to grain-fed cows. So get your man on them as well for the vitamin E and the healthy fats. Um, and coming back to like the vitamin A stuff actually really quickly, about um, one third of pregnant women don't consume enough vitamin A. And vitamin A that's really, really abundant in liver, it is so essential for growing cells and for differentiation. Um, notably, during pregnancy and throughout breastfeeding, the breastfeeding period, vitamin A has a very important role in developing the fetus and the new, bu um, the new bug, the newborn in terms of like lung development um, and lung um, maturation. Is that the right word? Lung, your lungs maturing. I want to say maturation. If that's the wrong word, well, whatevs. Um, also, with the vitamin A stuff, I mean, I've talked about vitamin A a lot, and it's really important for like healthy cervical fluid as well. So even before coming pregnant, it's really important for healthy cervical fluid. Oh, yeah, side note, fertility is a sign of full health. Even if you're listening to this and you don't want to get pregnant right now, fertility is a sign of full fucking health. So if you are not fertile and able to pop one out right now, that's a problem. Like you want to be fully fertile. It doesn't mean you have a baby. It means that you've got full health. Um, the German Nutrition Society, it actually recommends a 40% a forty increase in vitamin A intake for women and a 90% increase for breastfeeding women. So get on that shit. Um, what else? Uh, oh, omega-6 fatty acids, too many of them. So like vegetable oil. Yes, I need to do a podcast on vegetable oil because that shit is fucking toxic. Um, quick side note, vegetable oil includes canola oil, sunflower oil, rice bran oil, soybean oil, cottonseed oil, um, olive oil blend, um, olive oil in plastic bottles would also be a bad one, rice bran oil, I mentioned all of them, whether it's organic or not, it's it's um, a, veg a vegetable oil and it's fucking toxic, um, two, hi two high omega-6s uh, omega fats are linked to abnormal fetal brain development and anxiety later in life. And I mean, if you look at the amount of kids these days that have really bad anxiety or autism or whatever, it's this stuff, this stuff isn't actually like surprising. 
in terms of women need more nutrients, right? Because the amount of kids being born these days with issues is really like horrible. And the bottom line is, ladies, like I don't want your baby to have issues and I don't want you to have to, I don't want to say deal with, but kind of deal with a kid or an adult that's got really bad issues that you could have Oh, what the fuck? You could have prevented. You can tell that I you can tell that I talk a lot all day, like I've been talking to clients all day, so my my words are a little bit muffled. Um, you don't want to have to deal with that. Like that's not fair on you or the baby. So not fair. So do your place now by eating the foods that your body needs. Really, really important. Okay? Okay. Um also with vitamin, vitamin, omega-6 fatty acids, too many omega-6 inhibits the, the synthesis of DHA, okay? Also not good. DHA is a really important fatty acid for your brain and the function of so many things in your body. Um, what else? Uh, liver is really high in folate and B12, which is really, really key. Um, and then, of course, there's the common genetic variation of the motherfucker gene, MTHFR. It's not actually called the motherfucker gene. It just looks like when you write down MTHFR, it looks like motherfucker. Um, up to about 60% of the population is unable to use the synthetic folic acid that's commonly found in supplements or added to fortified food. So it's really important that you work with somebody about that. Um, and that's why liver is really important as well because your body can recognize food more than it can recognize supplements. Okay, um, so ladies, if you're not already getting on the liver, get on it. The way that I eat it is I get my butcher to do about 80% mince and then 20% liver and he minces it all up in the mincer. I don't even know it's there. Oh, now I do like 50-50, but in the beginning I did like 80-20, 80% like whatever mince you want and then 20% liver. You can't even taste it, okay? Um, so really please get on that. In terms of like, um, uh, like B12 and stuff, um, ounce per ounce, liver contains up to 200 times more vitamin B12 than muscle meat does. So even if you're not eating that much meat, but you're eating chicken liver, um, that is the best. The reason why I say chicken liver as well is because it's got less of a taste than like lamb or beef liver. That stuff's like quite strong. Um, B12 is commonly actually overlooked in pregnancy, but if you don't have enough B12, that can affect, um, that can like increase your risk of neural tube defects and miscarriage. So you don't want that. Um, what else? Oh yeah. In terms of, um, uh, what's it called? Um, like food poisoning and that sort of, and that sort of stuff that people like worry about. Um, there was a 200, a 212, 2012 analysis and food poisoning from eggs. Cause I know I've mentioned eggs a little bit. That's really important for your body right now, like with pregnancy and stuff. Also think about it like, hello, eggs are important for your eggs. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, lol. Sorry. Um, food poisoning from eggs only accounts for like 2% of all food poisoning reports nationwide. So the chance of you getting food poisoning is actually really, really, really slim from eggs. And you're actually eight times more likely to get food poisoning from fresh produce than eggs. So like if you are so scared of food poisoning, then you're going to have to stop eating all your vegetables. Um, so you don't want to be actually like cooking your egg yolks till they're really, really hard. I know a lot of pregnant women do that, but it distorts the fatty acids in the egg yolks, making them um, not as healthy, making them oxidize, um, which creates inflammation in your body and then you're not getting the nutrients from the egg yolks. So you want the egg yolks to remain like soft. Um, 
So the best way to be eating eggs is to definitely make sure that you're sourcing eggs from pasture-raised organic chickens, and that's going to definitely reduce the risk of any food poisoning. Organic farms have a seven-fold lower rate of salmonella infection compared to com um, commercial farmers. So making sure that you're having really high-quality eggs, obviously, as well, because, um, you know, if you're having, like, fucking commercially raised shitty chicken eggs, the yolk's not even going to be fucking good for you. So, like, don't even bother them, right? Like, the same with meat. If you're having, like, shit-as-fuck meat, like, it's not going to be as good for you. So you might as well not even bother. Bone broth's obviously also really good, except if you have a histamine intolerance, um, which you'd want to be getting checked out and fixed before you even fall pregnant. Um, bone broth's really, really high in collagen, glycine, um, choline, all those important amino acids that are going to help the fetal development and also your development of your growing body, which is fucking amazing. Um, vitamin A is also important before you even fall pregnant. I know I said about the cervical fluid, which is really important in making um, your body more nourishing for the sperm to allow them to live longer. And therefore, you've got more of a chance of fertilizing an egg when it is released from your ovary. Vitamin A is also really important in in helping your follicles mature properly. So follicles are like the little things in your ovaries, the little cells that come around into ovulation and then they burst um, at ovulation, like you get the little cyst and then the cyst bursts and an egg pops out of ovulation and your fallopian tube sucks it up. Um, so having vitamin A is really helpful for healthy ovulation um, and to also aid your body in the production of healthy hormones like um, progesterone to aid in the fertilization of your egg into the uterus. So if your body is low in vitamin A, a follicle might not be able to actually function correctly and therefore you're not be able to fall pregnant. Um, what else? Um, I said before also that like with collagen, so I like putting collagen powder in my elixirs in the morning. It also helps with like the froth factor and like I'm a fucking sucker for froth, like sucker for froth. Um, if I was like to go to like, if I was to be one of those like bratty girls that go to like Starbucks and have like a fucking like five minute long order of like extra this, no this, side of this, top this. Although I kind of do that at Orchard Street, which is the elixir bar I always go to in Sydney. It's like, can I please have a cacao and turmeric? And then I'll get the alchemy of, and then I'll choose my alchemy, which is like the powders. And then I'll get coconut milk. And then I'll say an extra hot please, a small one, no sweetener. Um, and yeah, and they're like, and anything else? <laughs> um, anyway, but the point being is I like to add collagen into my elixirs. You can also add it into like, um, soups, smoothies, that sort of stuff. Even like tea, collagen is different from gelatin. Gelatin hardens. Collagen doesn't harden. Uh, gelatin also has, tends to have a little bit of a taste. If your collagen has a taste, get a new one because get right on my favorite products page actually on my website because the collagen that I use is there. Um, what was I going to say? Um, Glycines, like I mentioned before, and it's really important in um, in the advancement of pregnancy. Um, the the amount of glycine that your body produces from other amino acids is actually insufficient to satisfy the increasing demands of glycine that your body's got when you're pregnant. So making sure that you are having meat that's got the skin and the fat with it. If you, glycine isn't actually found in um, lean, or it's not not abundant in lean meats, skinless poultry, dairy products, or vegetarian sources of proteins. Um, the more reliable source of glycine is going to be things like slow-cooked meat with the bone in, the skin on, bone in, the poultry, the pork rinds, bone broth, those sort of stuff. The reason why choline and glycine is so important is your baby's um, development is like really – your baby's development kind of depends on these two 
nutrients. They're both involved in the methylation and process that ensures that your baby's genes develop properly. So if you want a baby that's going to have good fucking genes, then I'd be getting onto the glycine and choline and I'd be putting any issues with animal meat, blah, 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 aside for the health of your baby and the health of you. It's really important, ladies, that like you want to go into pregnancy being fucking healthy. So if you feel like asshole in your pregnancy, you just want to eat macros, well, whatever, you've got the nutrients there to support your baby. And it means that your baby's healthy so you don't have this massive um, racking up of doctor's bills for your whole baby's life. And of course, you want to be feeling amazing after you give birth. You don't want to have, you know, postnatal anxiety or depression. You want to have the energy, right? And you're already going to be like running on like no sleep. So you need to be making sure that your body has got the nutrients to work as best as possible. Um, K2 is also really important for your bones and that's found in full fat dairy predominantly and it's very important for your bone health. Um, A lot of women that don't have dairy before pregnancy, they actually find they start to crave it during pregnancy and often cravings are a sign that your body really needs it. So always listen to that. Um, You tend to also be able to um, digest a lot more dairy when you're pregnant because of the change in your gut health and your body's able to actually deal with the lactose more. Um, So it's really important that you listen to this like dairy stuff in the K2 because what happens much like your thyroid as well, during pregnancy, the baby can actually borrow from your bone stores, making you deficient of K2. And one problem is definitely maternal osteoporosis, which um, obviously people mostly assume it's because of a calcium deficiency. So they're like, oh, drink more milk. But this has actually been reversed with a vitamin two, a vitamin K2 supplement or eating more full fat dairy. Um, So just going over some of the nutrients that I've mentioned, um, these are the ones that can be really hard to obtain from a vegetarian diet. So vitamin B12, choline, glycine, retinol, K2, DHA, iron, and zinc. I don't want to hear about like, oh, you can find it from this source of vegetarian. If you want to do that, that's fine. I'm literally not here to have an argument. Um, You've got ladies who've asked me to talk about pregnancy and the best food for it. And this is what the study says. And this is also what's fucking logical. Um, and even if people go, oh, the blue zones, they still eat small amounts of meat. This is a, this does not mean you have to have like 10 steaks on your plate every night for dinner. It means you need to listen to your body and you actually need to get these nutrients in. And like, I don't know about you, but I would better off, you'd be better off just like sucking it up for two years and eating food like this before your pregnancy when you're pregnant. Um, and then going back to vegan if you want later and knowing that you're that you gave your kid the best chance possible rather than having to deal with the lifelong um, issue that your kid has that you could have prevented. And that's like the fucking cutthroat bullshit, the, the cutthroat no bullshit answer. Um, so B12, that can only be found in animal products and it is so it is really required for methylation and that's involved in your gene expression and the organ formation and like cell differentiation. And 62% of vegetarian um, pregnant, pregnant women are deficient in vitamin B12, while deficiency is very uncommon in omnivorous women, so women that eat meat. Um, so just get on the fucking meat train before your pregnancy to up your nutrient stores and then during your pregnancy. If you send me a, an Instagram message about like vegan or whatever, look, I, I eat so many vegetables and like there are many days where I won't even eat any meat. Okay. Like today I have, I've eaten eggs, but I had a salad for lunch and there was no meat in there. I am not saying that you have to eat hundred steaks of meat. Unfortunately, I have to like preface this because I just get like so many fucking DMs. Don't send me a DM about like about how I'm a terrible person for eating meat because I'll block and delete you and I really don't want to hear it because I've done my research. Um, and I, it's, it's not just like I've done my research because ultimately you can find a study that backs up anything you want to say. I've done my research and I use my common sense. And my common sense is it's funny how we've been eating meat for so many fucking years and we're still here. So I don't think it kills us. And it's funny how you can't get these nutrients from other sources. 
especially things like retinol, which is vitamin A. Um, it's, a it's one of the types of vitamin A. People think you get vitamin A from like sweet potato and carrots. You can, a very small amount, and it's not retinol. So the vitamin A that's found in plant sources is not the same as the vitamin A found in animal sources. Plant sources contain carotenoids as, a po as opposed to retinol. And although our bodies theoretically can actually convert carotenoids to retinol, the conversion rate is really variable. Beta carotene is up to 28 times less potent than retinol. And the catch-22 is that the more beta carotene you eat, that's found in like carrots and sweet potato and like veggies and stuff, the less you convert to vitamin A. So if you want a healthy baby and you need the retinol for a healthy baby, for its organs, then you need to make, and for its heart, most importantly, then you need to be making sure that you're having the plants, uh, sorry, the animal food, not the not just plant um, sources of vitamin A. And this is really key in doing before you fall pregnant because your baby, like it's really important organs are made in those like first six to eight weeks of pregnancy. And a lot of the time women don't even know they're pregnant in those first six to eight weeks. So if you are deficient in vitamin A, which as you know, I've talked, you've been talking about it today, majority of women are deficient in these nutrients because we're not eating like these really whole foods where you're having like, lamb with the fat and slow cook with the bone in we're having like really like lean meat that doesn't contain a lot of this glycine and choline and vitamin a so um it's important that if you're not already having this really nutrient dense sort of um uh, I don't want to say diet, but like food where you've got like the skin of the meat and the bones in and bone broth and all that jazz, then you are likely, or and like chicken liver and stuff, then you're likely going to be deficient in some of these nutrients and you don't want your baby to be having issues, right? And, and the thing is like once your baby's heart's made, you can't reverse it. So you can't be like, oh, okay, it's week 12. Now I'll start having some liver. It's like, no, no, no. You need to have the liver before you fall pregnant. And of course, if you're already pregnant, and you're like, fuck, I haven't been even eating the liver. That's okay. Don't stress about it. But now you know for next time, okay? Don't placebo it. Don't freak out about it. Now you know for next time. Um, and this is why it's here. I'm not here to freak you out. I just, I'm just here so that I can you know, get you guys educated. Um, okay, so also I want to quickly note with thyroid, because I mentioned it with... Um, your bones, your baby's unable to pr pr um, produce its own thyroid hormones until the second trimester. So your baby is going to be dependent upon your thyroid up until that point. And this is really key because iodine and thyroid hormone is very important in brain development. And a lack of either in early pregnancy can result in lower IQ um, or in worst case scenario, it can permanently create an intellectual disability in your child. So making sure that your thyroid hormone is also good is important because your baby literally borrows from your thyroid hormone. Um, let's talk a bit about nausea. So magnesium deficiency is quite common uh, during pregnancy and non-pregnancy anyway. So our, our, I talked about this before in an episode, but you know, um, our soil is very, very fucking depleted of magnesium and magnesium is dated for over 300 biochemical reactions in the body. So if you're not having a magnesium supplement, please do so. Please make sure that you get magnesium glycinate. Do not buy the cheap shit from the supermarket. It will, it's going to probably be magnesium citrate and you will just poo that stuff out and then you've wasted your money. Go on to my favorite products page, buy the magnesium glycinate from iHerb. It is the best. Um, in terms of nausea, research has shown that supplementing magnesium reduces the pregnancy-induced leg cramps. You can also use like the magnesium spray in it as well. Um, one side effect of being deficient in magnesium is definitely nausea. And some women have also noticed that um, 
less morning sickness is also uh, a positive side effect when they supplement with magnesium or when having more magnesium-rich foods. So the best sources for magnesium-rich foods, but of course you can't get enough of it in the food, so you want to be supplementing as well. But things are going to include leafy greens, pumpkin seeds, Brazil nuts, sunflower seeds, sesame seeds, cashews, chia seeds, uh, almonds, raw cacao, avocados, bone broth, green herbs. All of those things are going to be really good for magnesium. Um, I've mentioned it before, but your iron needs are much higher, about 1.5 times higher than usual due to the massive increase in the red blood cell um, production in your bion, a bion in your blood. Um, and also there's an increased need for iron to support the growth of your baby placenta, obviously. So you obviously want to make sure that you're getting enough iron, um, but many iron supplements are very poorly absorbed or they've got unwanted side effects like constipation, nausea, and heartburn. Um, and studies have actually shown that um, those women that, that were um, taking iron, about 45% of them, oh, I got this wrong. So 45% of the, um, I mentioned it before that, wait, what did I say before? Something about 89%. I know it's 89% of women stopped taking the iron because the side effects were unbearable. Um, and 45% of the the women in a study reported side effects and those who stopped taking the iron 89% of them did so because the side effects were unbearable that's what I meant um iron foods can also um come in the form of heme iron which is absorbed 204 times better than plant sources of iron which are non-heme iron this is partially due to um the form of iron much like what i was talking about with vitamin a as well because plant foods contain these compounds that inhibit the absorption of iron in your body this is things like phytic acid um and oxalates and um so they can be that's why it's really good to like sprout your um grains and to sprout your nuts and all those things to help reduce the phytic, the phytic acid. Um, phytic acid is like this whole protection thing that like plants have to protect themselves from like predators. Um, and then they can be a little bit disruptive on our gut, especially when you combine that with like stress and like a leaky gut and that sort of stuff. Um, so the best sources of iron by far is obviously going to be liver and, liver and organ meats. And then you've obviously got like red meat, you've got oysters, sardines, dark poultry is really good. Um, so other things will be like heart, uh, beef heart, um, venison, um, what else? Lamb is a really good one. Obviously chicken, ground turkey, wild, wild salmon. Um, making sure that your salmon is wild, obviously, is really important as well. You don't want any of that farmed shit. It's like fucking injected with dyes, most of them. Um, what else? Uh, nausea and vomiting, nausea and vomiting. Uh, ginger. Ginger is really, really good for nausea and vomiting. Um, you can supplement in doses of up to 250 milligrams every six hours to treat the nausea. Um, that'd be really good as well. Um, studies have also shown that a combo of lavender and peppermint essential oils, they, um, also significantly, significantly reduced the nausea symptoms in most women. Um, Oh, vitamin B6 is also really good to relieve nausea. You can have it in doses of about 10, 25 milligrams every hour. Oh, fuck, I should preface. Please consult your medical practitioner before you make changes or whatever. Um, that's really important as well. Uh, if you're getting salt cravings when you're pregnant, um, some of you, I'm just going through some of the questions that you ladies sent me as well. So salt cravings, that's really important to listen to as your body's need for salt does go up during pregnancy. Um, speaking of like... Um, 
like nausea and vomiting and whatnot, just quickly. They're still trying to figure out why nausea and vomiting is so common in pregnancy. But some one of the theories that I think is really interesting and quite kind of like I feel like I'm like oh, that, that makes a lot of sense is that like your body's attempting to try and protect you from eating spoiled or unsafe foods and even your thyroid health as well. So currently, the most compelling theory um, is that basically the um, the metabolites of your thyroid um, signify that if you have morning sickness, which obviously doesn't need to be in the morning, your thyroid is healthy. Basically, your body is shunting, shunting iodine and thyroid hormone to your baby to produce optimal development. That's kind of a good thing as well. Um, and also something else was like um, in terms of like uh, food cravings and stuff, they're often um, because your body is actually needing a nutrient from that food. Um, so eat the fucking food basically. Um, and like a lot of women will find that they start to like really crave like raw fish and stuff that can be like iodine and essential fatty acids. So look for those sort of things. Cause obviously a lot of women don't want to eat the raw fish, which I totally get. Um, so making sure that you're having enough iodine and fatty acids would be a really good one for that one. Um, what else did I want to say? Um, the first trimester is usually like that, uh, point where a lot of women feel the shittest um, in terms of like nausea and morning sickness and that sort of stuff. That's also because that's when your baby is the most vulnerable to outside toxins. So again, it's kind of actually like protection thing about like it seems to be like the theory is like your body is trying to protect your baby from like harmful things coming in and hurting it. So I think that's pretty fucking cool. Um, don't consume licorice tea when you're pregnant. It raises your baby's cortisol levels and can alter your baby's um, hypothalamus pituitary adrenal um, axis. Um, so don't do licorice tea, although it's really fucking delicious. Um, what are some other things I want to mention? Let me, go, let me go through some of the other questions. I think I pretty much answered all of your questions. Um, oh yeah. I also wanted to mention, okay, so progesterone. So, um, this happens a lot to my clients. Their, their doctor, their doctor doesn't get progesterone tested. Progesterone is a hormone that like keeps your baby in it. It was what keeps your period in. And it's also what keeps your pregnancy in. And a lot of women are deficient in progesterone because cortisol is so high. And when your stress is really high, it decreases your progesterone stores. Um, that's like one factor, obviously. And if you want like specifics, you need to come and see me and I can tell you exactly what we need to do for that. Um, so if your progesterone is low, then like that could also influence a miscarriage. Um, so making sure that you go get your progesterone tested before you fall pregnant, go get it tested now, even if you don't want a baby, um, and, and then bring it to me so we can actually make sure that your progesterone are, is at the correct level and it's not too low because a lot of doctors will be like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But it's actually not fine. Remember what I've, if you haven't listened to that doctor episode where I talk about like how to speak to your doctors, please go do that because remember that these ranges, they include everybody in the ranges. They don't just include what you want to be. They include everything, which is not what you want, right? Because you want to have a thriving amount of progesterone, not an okay amount of progesterone. It's just getting by. We don't want that. So if you haven't gotten your progesterone tested already and you're pregnant, please go and do that like fucking yesterday. Um, and then maybe book in for a session with me so we can actually make sure that it is the right amount of progesterone. And if it's not, we can do some things to make sure that your progesterone increases. Um, if you're on Vitex already for your progesterone, you make you're, you got to make sure that you stay on that during pregnancy as well. Um, really important to make sure that you're obviously creating a safe space for your baby to come in. So really reducing stress and stuff emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, all that jazz and physically. Um, please make sure that you're doing all of this food before pregnancy. Um, and this is really important for like your nutrient stores after pregnancy. And do not forget to have, make sure that your hubby, um, boyfriend, partner, whatever, um, is also in on this, um, baby game.
Okay. Um, some more of the questions. Um, somebody, uh, Belle Howard said, um, I have post pill amenorrhea for nearly three years. I think I need you. Yes, you fucking do need me, girl. Um, another question um, from, I'm going to say L. Um, help, my doctor says my hubby and my mind and hubby are all clear, but I can't get pregnant even with IVF. Come see me because it's probably an energy thing. Um, it's probably a subconscious thing. Um, a there's, there's many different things that we can be doing to help you fall pregnant that your doctors will very likely not be picking up. So if I were you, I would book in for a strategy session with me. Ladies, if you, if you haven't looked at my strategy sessions, basically they're one-off consultations. Um, and you will get all your answers needed. We do not do brain stuff. We don't do womb clearing. We don't do that deep work. If you want that, we can do that. But in that strategy session, we're going to talk about hormones, things that you need to start doing um, for your pregnancy. We're going to talk about any of your period problems. Basically, you get a game plan for the next like three to four months to go and do. And then you can come back to me when you're ready. So there's no strings attached. You don't have to come back to me if you don't want to, if you're feeling really good. I know with a lot of like doctors, naturopaths, that sort of stuff, like you really kind of get lured into like, got to keep coming back, got to keep coming back. Um, I want you to just get your answers question, your questions answered. So you can just come to me with all your problems and I'm going to give you everything that you need for the next three to four months. Um, girls sometimes come back to me, but all of the time they feel so fucking amazing and all their period problems are fixed. They're like, Mon, I don't need you anymore. And then they don't come back, which is amazing. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. My job is to make myself redundant. When a client don't need me anymore, I'm like, hell yeah. Um, okay, next question is... From Mary, I'm nervous about waiting too long to get pregnant. Any advice on pregnancy after 35? Make sure that you are doing all of these things in the episode in terms of your nutrients and stuff so that you can have really healthy eggs um, because although women can go, oh, like I've got like low, like low um, ovarian reserve, all that jazz in terms of like they don't have many eggs left. Um, it doesn't matter about quality, uh, quantity. It matters about quality. You only need one egg to get pregnant, ladies. You don't need 50 eggs to get pregnant or a thousand eggs to get pregnant. So it's about making sure that you really have that quality. So making sure that you're doing everything I've mentioned in this episode, maybe even Mary booking for a strategy session with me so we can make sure that you are doing all of the right things. So when that time does come, you know that you've done everything leading up to it in your power to make sure that you created a really amazing space for your future baby. Um, Tegan, how does womb clearing affect your growing baby? So, so with womb clearing and stuff, if you've got a baby already, you don't want to clear that shit out, but you want to do what we, what we, what we do is like clear any negative energy out of there. So what it's going to do basically, it's going to make sure that your baby, your baby's neurological system, um, and mind and energy is really, really, um, in alignment. So it feels safe. It feels nourished. It feels loved. It feels protected. So when your baby, I mean, you know this because you're a client of mine, like obviously when you're in your mother's womb, you are affected by everything that your mom's been thinking, feeling all that jazz. So a lot of the work that I do with my clients even is I make them, you know, try and talk to their mom if they can. If not, that's okay. But um, the bottom line is things that happened in the womb can also affect you now. So things that happened when you were like six weeks you know, in the fetus, like it, when you were like six weeks old as a fetus, that can also be affecting you now in your life. So doing some womb clearing is like the energy work to make sure that your baby is as healthy as it can possibly be energetically to help reduce anything later on in life that might have been um, influenced by how you were showing up when you were pregnant. Um, foods to eat before and after birth. Um, oh yeah, that's everything I've mentioned. Um, best prenatal envi vitamins. If you're doing all of these things that I mentioned, you don't need prenatal vitamins. Prenatal vitamins are generally speaking because women are eating like crap ass food. They were actually like more made for like 
um, the lower class people, I shouldn't say lower class, but like, you know, that, that weren't eating, that weren't, it was uneducated people really that are, that are eating like white bread and sugar and so much crap and they're not having like chicken liver and like good quality meat and bone broth. If you're doing all those things, you don't need to have a prenatal vitamin. You'll be getting enough from your food. You obviously want to be making sure that you're having a magnesium vitamin though and like maybe a multivitamin. I'd get the multi-foods vitamin from um, my favorite products page and maybe like the zinc to make sure that you're having enough zinc for healthy, um, for healthy ovulation. They'd be things I recommend. Um, Jacinta, what if you want kids in the future but struggle seeing your body change? Babe, you need to fall in love. You're also a client. You know this. And you've probably already answered this for yourself now because you asked me this ages ago when I put this poll out or like this question thing out on my Instagram. But um, if you are struggling to see your body change, so many women say they fall the most in love with their body when they get pregnant. So many women, right? Because you become in awe of your body. And you now know this. You are in awe of being a woman. Like being a woman is like the best fucking thing ever. When you can, when you're looking at just the physical, you're in your ego. You know this, Jacinta. When you're looking at the physical, you're in your ego. When you're in your soul, you're not in your ego. You're not focused on the physical. When you're focused on the physical, it's because you are perceiving, you're comparing it. You're comparing it to something else. Even though you might not realize consciously you're comparing it, you are comparing it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have something that, Otherwise, you wouldn't come up with this, you know, false illusion that something needs to be quote unquote better. Um, the fatigue is intense. Pregnancy is a whole nother ball game. Truly ch- uh, challenging. Yes. With the fatigue, also make sure that you're having enough iron, B12, and your B vitamins, B6, all those sort of things. Um, Lauren, I'll be 10 weeks Monday. It's so hard to feel healthy because I feel so sick. What hangover food? Yeah, that's what I was talking about before, ladies. It's like that's why it's important to be doing this work before you fall pregnant so that when that comes along where all you want to have is like crap-ass food, you don't feel you don't feel like a terrible mom because you're like, it's okay. I have all these nutrients stored in my body. My baby is fine. It is getting all the nutrients from those food and that from that food that I ate three or four months ago and that gives you such peace of mind, right? You need to be doing all of this stuff well before you even fall pregnant, okay? it's You don't want to be like, oh, I want to get pregnant oh, or now I'm pregnant. Now let's start on the healthy bandwagon. No, no, no. This stuff needs to be being done like a year or two years or even like right now. If you're like 16, do it fucking now because the longer you do it for, the better you're going to be when you're pregnant and the healthier your baby's going to be. Um, uh, oh, Jordan, I'm feeling a huge pull towards working with you. Oh, yeah, you sent me this um, – Oh, wait, that's another poll that I was doing. Lol. Oh, yeah, I wrote, click that later. Cool. Um, amazing. So that is pregnancy. Another long little episode. I love you all. Um, book in with, it, with me for a strategy session if you want to. I will pop the details in my description thingy. Um, it's US 333, which is about 450 um, Australian dollars, I think. Um, one off 90 minutes, you get all of the info, you get a recording of our session, you get notes for the next three months, um, all that jazz. If you're going to say to me, oh my God, that's so much more than a doctor. Just think how many times you go to a doctor and you spend 70 bucks and you're there for 15 minutes and they don't actually give two shits about you. You get me for an hour and a half and I actually fucking care. Oh yeah. And you get an hour of my, of like email reply as well afterwards. So like you can email me questions after our session and, um, I will reply any with any, um, with anything that you're asking me as well. So so much fucking bang for your buck. Um, all right. Have an incredible day or night wherever you are. I always say that, don't I? Um, anyway, 
make sure that you also if you've been feeling the pull to work towards with to work towards me work with me you check out my programs i'm thinking when this podcast comes out there's going to probably be uh, a couple spaces left maybe for the academy if it's not already full um it's a, what's the date today 29th of may and there's um three or four spaces left um and then there's also going to be the mastermind which starts in august the next round which i know so many of you have been waiting for because we're just like the results are just fucking ridiculous and people just go how is this even possible but babe it is fucking possible so i've obviously had a little bit of a gap with the mastermind i'm doing queen alchemy now my new little program not little just like my new program. Then I'm going to start the academy and then we're going to do the mastermind starting in August when I finish up Queen Alchemy. So if you are feeling a pull towards doing the mastermind, you've been seeing all the incredible fucking transformations from those women in six weeks and you want some of yourself, you get a little bit of FOMO. I totally get that, babe. Sometimes I get FOMO from my clients. I'm like, holy shit, that's incredible. Um, so make sure that you send me an email or you DM me on Instagram or you go onto my website and you can then just apply for a discovery call um, and we will do a big deep dive into everything. Um, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 